0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Soapers Chat, I'm your host Christy. We're gonna start off this episode with the uh, mention of the 49th amendment to the IFRA uh, changes. So what that basically is, is IFRA usage rates, usually 9 with soap, uh, those kind of dictate how much you should use in your products. Um, back in on May 10th it went into effect Uh, so there are a lot of fragrance oils that uh, had been changed Um, what, what I mean by changed is well kind of a twofold effect either a the rates that you can use for different products changed or b some suppliers actually had their fragrance oils reformulated so that they could be in compliance with the IFRA usage rates and still offer you a similar type fragrance. Uh, So if you've purchased any fragrance oils prior to May 10th of this year, 2021, you may wanna go back to your supplier and verify what the safe usage rate is for your uh, fragrance oils. Um, Now, again, I mentioned this before on a previous episode, It may say, you know, 30% in soap or 100% in soap. That doesn't necessarily mean use that much in soap. Um, That's how much you can use safely in soap, but you don't wanna necessarily do that. Uh, A lot of times people tend to steer around, depending on the the strength of the fragrance, how much you can smell, usually it's between three and 5% unless the fragrance oil usage rate is below those numbers. Um, Then you may want to determine whether or not you want to continue using that fragrance oil for your skin safe product. Uh, So I'm going to include a link to the IFRA website where you can read more about the 49th Amendment should you desire to do so. The other thing I want to mention also, and you may not, may or may not be aware of it, uh, Wholesale Supplies Plus last year acquired Rustic Essentials, and they also uh, acquired Elements Bath & Body. Um, so, if you purchased from either one of those and weren't aware of it, now you know. Um, they've also purchased Chemistry Connection, which is MakeYourOwn.Buzz. Um, so keep that in mind. If you do purchase from any of those suppliers, they are now owned by a different company, Wholesale Supplies Plus. So, um, of course, they do provide you know turnaround times for your purchase with them. But be aware, when you buy from them, you're buying from Wholesale Supplies Plus. That could be a positive or a negative, depending on your feelings towards the company. Anywho, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was... Uh, Old Sage Apothecarian Conference. It's going to be virtual this year because of the uh, things that are currently going on with the uh, plague. Uh, It is going to be virtual again this year. Benefits to virtual. You can sit in front of your computer and watch in your jammies rather than spend however much money on a plane ticket, however much money on a hotel room, however much money on a rental car and or taxi to go to the conference. So, win! Anywho, uh, things to look for in the conference. We've got several speakers that are going to be part of the conference this year. September 11th and 12th. I'll include a link to where you can go and sign up for it. Uh, The first is going to be distilling plants into hydrosols and essential oils with Cindy Novak. She is awesome sauce. Uh, Then we have Lotion Making 101, How to Formulate a Gray Lotion with Angela Carrillo. Also awesome sauce. Whipped Slash Cream Soap with Vanessa Phipps. She is very, very awesome. Everybody's awesome. Okay. Everybody's awesome. Okay, I'll leave that one alone. Uh, How to Launch and Grow a Successful Soap Business with Marla Bosworth. I'm going to be paying attention to that one. Um, Soap coloring and design techniques with yours truly. Uh, That's me for everybody who wants to know who yours truly is. Uh, Making balms and salves with Tina Sams, who's awesome, by the way. Uh, Choose your target and pricing for profit. Those are huge comments right there or titles. Target. Who's your target audience and pricing for profit? Big, huge Goes with the how to launch and grow a successful soap business. Very very importante. If you haven't figured out your target market, this is a perfect opportunity for you. If you haven't figured out how to price to pay yourself, that is a good one for you. And that is with Sayet. And I apologize, I'm probably going to butcher that next part of the, the name. Timos Campos. She's very cool. She also has a Facebook page, so she posts to it pretty regularly. But that is very cool. I am looking forward to that. That, uh... Seminar. Uh, and then there's the business roundtable. It's going to be with Marla Bosworth, Andy Howard from the Sage, yours truly, me for those playing the home game, and Deborah Studvrant, And I apologize, I always butcher names. Um, she is kind of our MC of the group of the Old Sage Apothecarians Conference. So kudos to her. And then there's force that was all, these are all on the 11th, by the way. On the 12th, we have Elderberry, Elderberry, Elderberry. And let me tell you, I can't wait to make Elderberry wine. But that's an aside. But Elderberry with Connie Sue Bogus. Bogus, I apologize for butchering your name. I'm doing really good with butchering names, I, by the way. Um, ooh, one I I really am looking forward to. Formulating Facial Serums 101. Uh, Cindy Novak. I... Love her facial serums. They're awesome to the next level. Um, then we have Zakia Ringold doing live stream essentials. To, you'll have to just sign on with that one to see. Um, adventures into liquid soap making with Andy Howard from The Sage. Very informative for those who want to learn how to make liquid soap. Uh, wholesale soap business. If you want to take your business to the next level and do wholesale soap, that's for you, Marianne Schwartz. And then invigorating your soap craft with soap dough. Yay! With B. Ayata from Sorcery Soap. That is so cool. I can't wait to see that one. And you should can't wait to either. So feel free to click the link. Sign up for the conference. Uh, there's two options. There's one to watch without the record, the playback. And then there's one with the playback. And if you're like me and can't remember five minutes from now, what you just did, unless you wrote it down. Yeah. You may want the playback. Uh, but yeah, that is going to be a very cool, uh, conference And like I said, you could sit in front of your computer or even use your uh, phone or your tablet and sit there in your jammies and no one will ever know unless, of course, you announce that you're in your jammies and then kudos for you, man. There's no harm in that. The next thing I wanted to mention is a little soaping tip. If you struggle with getting your soap into the mold, meaning uh, if you have to do the old drop and plop, uh, and you're trying to find a way to be able to buy time to be able to pour a nice trace of your soap batter into the mold. One thing you can do is stir in your coloring, stir in your fragrance with a whisk. The nice thing is if you use a stainless steel whisk or a plastic whisk, you can usually find a a plastic whisk a lot of times at the dollar store. I don't think I've seen any stainless steel ones there unless they have like close out stuff. Um, you can even check at, well, it's going to be a little bit more precarious if you go to garage sales or the thrift store, because you don't know 100% if they're aluminum or if they're stainless steel. If you don't know, don't get it. Want to stick with stainless steel or some a really good covered plastic? Uh, because of course, aluminum and lye don't mix. Bad, bad. Uh, So that's going to buy you a little bit of time. You'll be able to stir in your fragrance, stir in your coloring, maybe give it a little bit of a quick buzz with the the stick blender, and then stir it again with the whisk before you pour it in your mold. That's going to buy you a little bit of time, especially if you have a fragrance oil that's known to be a little stinker. Yeah, you definitely want to do that. It will definitely come in handy. Another thing, if you make molds the big, Big molds, number one, kudos to you if you're making enough soap that you have big molds of soap. But if you have to break them into individual loaves before you can cut them and you struggle with your soap log cutter, one thing you can do is use a piece of parchment paper or use a piece of freezer paper as a, and you might already know this, I'm just mentioning it for anybody who might not know this, you can use that to push your soaps through your log cutter. The benefit there is you're not having to fight the log cutter to be able to cut your soap. Uh, Not only that, you're not having to clean up as much soap on your log log cutter afterwards because if you have a softer soap, my my soaps, I leave them for two days, but sometimes they'll still be very soft, uh, which is nice, especially if you're making soap dough, but not if you're trying to cut it. Uh, So if you run into those problems with your soaps, one thing that you can do with the log cutter is put a piece of a barrier between the soap and the log cutter. Uh, I also use laminated cotton. Uh, I use that for my molds um, so I'm not wasting freezer paper. Um, There's some people that will use freezer paper two and three and four and however many times that you can in order to maximize your use of the freezer paper. I use the laminated cotton because I can get a lot of use out of it before I have to discard it. Um, You can turn around and then either A, repurpose that for your log cutter, um, or B, save it for something else. Um, that way you're not wasting as much I know there are a lot of people that are trying to reduce their amount of waste like for example I severely decrease the amount of paper towels I use instead I use a wet washcloth I'll oftentimes have two or three wet washcloths at the, at the ready if I need them the benefit there is I can wash the washcloth and reuse it you could probably do that with a thick paper towel but some of those cheap paper towels you're having to kind of get a running start in order to use it Uh, That's one reason I don't. I'm not putting that waste out there. I'm saving those paper towels for other things. So uh, if you weren't aware of that, that's another way that you can kind of help the environment. Uh, And if you weren't aware of the laminated cotton, I get mine on Etsy. uh, So feel free to type in the old Etsy laminated cotton and you'll find some there. Um, Individual results may vary, so um, fine tune as needed. Um, but that's all we have for right now. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, please send me a message either on Facebook at Soper's Chat, um, You can also post the message on there, should you have any questions. Or you can message me at SopersChat at Outlook.com. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you later. Bye!